Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on Audio Boom, the iTunes Store, and from BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. And coming up on this week's show, we're going to be looking ahead to this weekend's big matches in the Elite Ice Hockey League, as we're going to be joined by the head coaches at the Sheffield Steelers and the Cardiff Devils. We're also going to be talking goal scoring, as well as being a head coach, as we're going to be joined by Jason Hewitt from the Hull Pirates. It's all of that and loads more on this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. Loads of interviews coming up on this week's show. Shortly we're going to be hearing from Sheffield Steelers head coach Aaron Fox about that superb win on Wednesday night against Belfast. And we're also going to be talking to the Cardiff Devils head coach, Andrew Lord, as well. And we're also going to be talking about the National Division of the National Ice Hockey League as we're going to be catching up with Jason Hewitt, player head coach at the Hull Pirates. But before all of that, it's a look back now at all of last weekend's results in British Ice Hockey. And on Tuesday, I caught up with the one, the only, from BritishIceHockey.co.uk, it's Mr. Craig Anderson. Uh, well, Craig, a big thank you for joining us. Uh, we should say, because it's a, a big week coming up in the, the Elite League this week, uh, we are recording this on Tuesday. Uh, a big, big game on, on Wednesday night, of course, uh, involving two teams uh, up towards the top end of the table. Uh, but we'll we'll start things off talking about last weekend's uh, matches in the Elite Ice Hockey League. Uh, I mean, I, I can't believe we don't have head coaches just banging on this show's door saying, please, <laughs> please, can we come on? Belfast Giants, it was a phenomenal weekend for them against Cardiff. Yeah, much needed as well after the run of results they'd been on prior to that. Um, you know, a 4-3 win in overtime on Saturday in Cardiff and then following that up with a 4-1 win in Cardiff. Usually a fixture like that, you'll see that you know both teams maybe get a win each and that they're reasonably satisfied with that. 
But no, Belfast, that's a, a huge shot in the arm for them. And you know, we've, t- we've seen so many false dawns just when it looks as though they're picking up a head of steam and all of a sudden they lose a game and the momentum's lost. I just wonder if this will give them the momentum, but you'll probably find I'll say that in a couple of weeks. You can play this in a loop, actually, um, <laughs> the way it's been going this season. But no, two terrific wins for Belfast, a couple of um, good hearty performances as well. Just what they needed and uh, it's huge for them. Yeah, it's going to be first against third on Wednesday night. That's uh, people who have already watched it. Will have been on free sports, uh, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm safe in saying this. It's going to be an incredible advert for the league. Well, as we speak, as you said, we're recording this on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm I'm trying to decide whether or not to, to watch it and record the Apprentice. I think I probably will. But uh, no, is that still, about two is teams. That, is the Apprentice still a thing? Is that still on? Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. Yeah, the Apprentice is still oh, a thing. Um, that's, that's for another podcast. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, you're talking about two teams who picked up two big wins at the weekend. Steelers as well needed, needed a pick-up after losing in Glasgow the week before. And they hadn't been on a good run either. So they came from 4-2 behind to claim a 5-4 overtime win over the, the big rivals, the Nottingham Panthers, courtesy of a, a Brendan Connolly overtime winner. And then they carried that into Sunday with a heavy victory over the, the Coventry Blaze. Um, 8-3 it was in the end. So, you know, momentum between the two of them going quite well on the back of the weekend there. And that's why I think this game on Wednesday really could be quite one to, to look out for. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And it's a, it's a must-not-lose, I think, for Sheffield as well. Uh, because uh, they are top of the pile at the moment. But they, they have played uh, a couple of games more, three games more, uh, than, than the Belfast Giants. Uh, that does lead me on to the Cardiff Devils. Uh, and uh, you've said in five things we learned, don't panic. It's not all bad. And, and you know, Cardiff are fourth and just three points off the top and uh, they've got three games in hand. So uh, wh- where do they go after this past weekend, do you feel? Well, they just need to dust themselves down and, and start uh, getting themselves back on, on track again. And that's not going to be easy because their next fixture is at the Sheffield Steelers on Saturday. So that's by no means a, an easy feat. And if, you know, if Steelers win the game on Wednesday, their momentum will continue. But Cardiff will want a reaction on the back of that. There is no doubt they're disappointed by the, the results at the weekend there. And the reason for, for putting that on five uh, five things we learned is some of the reaction has been nothing short of incredible. And I'm, I mean that in a really negative way. You've had one fan post a petition uh, demanding that one of the referees, Stephen Hogarth, be removed from the elite league. There was abuse aimed at two of the players who graduated from university. And that actually prompted a response from the head coach, Andrew Lord, on Twitter. It is an incredible overreaction, and that was why I put that. It's only three points behind. They've got games in hand. You know, yeah, you're not running away with the, the league this early in the season, but come on, you're, you're not even halfway yet. You know, so calm down, Cardiff fans. There's so much more to play for. Yeah, two disappointing defeats. Disappointment, I get. Being a bit upset, I get. There is no need for the abuse, and that's why fans need to have a little bit of a perspective right now and, and take stock of, of what's going on and... There's no doubt this team will come good in the end. It's not even Christmas, everybody. Everyone calm down. Uh, there's, there's exactly, to exactly. The, the league is starting to, to take shape, though, and it, it does look like that top four is starting to, to move away regardless of, of Cardiff's weekend they've just had. Um, there's a gap there between uh, Cardiff and, and Coventry of, of three points. Uh, the five flyers are, are there or thereabouts as well in mid-table land. They had a pretty decent weekend. They were beaten by the Manchester Storm, admittedly, but a 2-0 win on the, on the road at Guildford on Sunday... Uh, that's 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 been a good weekend uh, for for Fife. Yeah, it's decent. Three points, uh, three points to to look back on, and that's that's a positive for for Fife. They haven't been having so many good weekends of late, um, but no, that's good for them to um, 
albeit the lost on Saturday to the Manchester Storm. But to bounce back in fashion um, on the road in Guildford, um, which is never an easy place to go to, especially if you're a team from Scotland. I actually think, off the top of my head, I think Fife are the only Scottish team to have, have won there. I think maybe Clan have won once. Um, but certainly in terms of numbers of success, I think Fife certainly lead the way in, in that respect. So a 2-0 shutout win over the Flames is a great way to, to bounce back for, for Fife. And, you know, it's important that they keep picking up points because we've seen Dundee Stars and Manchester Storm, they're picking up wins as well. So, again, that, that group at the, the bottom half of the table starting to bunch together again. And it's just it's coming down to fine margins and you're, you're going to find that. I mean, you mentioned the, the travel, um, you know, Scottish sides having to go to Guildford. Uh, Guildford did have to go to Scotland on Saturday. So they're, they're essentially travelling traveling themselves, aren't they? And uh, Glasgow um, were defeated on, on Saturday by Guildford. And uh, the tweets of the week and all that on, on BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Obviously, it's a long way to go, but Guildford, they've got a fan there with that drum. <laughs> yeah, they have. And that's a great, that's a great result for Guildford uh, up in Glasgow. You could temper that with the fact that Glasgow had four players missing. Travis Earhart, Matthew Roy, Craig Peacock and Scott Tansky all on the sidelines. They had um, Zach Fitzgerald actually uh, made a playing return, um, which I don't think was anything he was anticipating. He had to swap the suit for the skates. Um, and actually did quite well, in fairness to him, considering it was his first game since the end of last season. So, you know... There were positives for Glasgow to take, but for Guildford, that's another good result on the road. And that was something I put to Paul Dixon about the fact that they're not a team that, that people speak about. They can go on good runs, but they seem to go under the radar. And he's very happy with that. He's quite happy for them to go about their business, quite the thing. And I did also mention to him the fact about, you know, is he worried about the fact of having to make the journey back down to Surrey for the Sunday game? And he says, oh, I hope not. I hope, you know, the, the guys get the bus legs away and, and, and uh, you know, recover well enough. It didn't quite work for them on Sunday. But they'll be happy with that, you know, to get two points out of a, two tough games at the weekend. I think that's something Paul Dixon will be will be quite positive about. And with regards to the clan and and the the dressing room at the moment, uh, there's um, a, a, a few injuries uh, piling up here. As, as I said, four guys are missing. I keep asking Zach um, at any given opportunity, you know, what the latest is. When we're likely to see any of them. Uh, Return to action, Travis Earhart was the latest one. He took an injury on Friday in the Challenge Cup game in Dundee. So, you know, we just don't know at this moment in time. Are there going to be reinforcements? Are the club going to be able to, to bring in maybe a body or two just to help things out? When they can, they brought in three lads from Solway Sharks to come in and cover. And admittedly, they've done a good job. Saturday, of course, Solway had a game, so those lads weren't available, which is why Fitzgerald took it upon himself to, to don the jersey one more time and get the skates on. And uh, as I say, put in a, a decent enough performance. We'll just have to wait and see with the clan. Um, I'm in constant contact with them, of course, because of my own association with them. Um, the fans are looking for some kind of reinforcements if it doesn't look like these guys are going to come back soon. Uh, but they can't they can't keep rolling shorthanded in the hope they're going to remain up in the, the top area of the table. That's just not going to happen. The guys they've got can only do so much, and in the end, that takes its toll. Uh, you mentioned as well in, in Five Things We Learned about uh, the Dundee Stars and the Manchester Storm, uh, both picking up a, a win apiece um, this past weekend. Uh, Manchester Storm winning uh, up, up at Fife, Dundee beating Coventry Blaze by seven goals to three. But it's not enough at the moment to get themselves above that line uh, and into the player places yet. No, it's not, but it's a positive that they are picking up points. And I suppose you're hoping that the teams up above will start dropping points themselves. Unfortunately, in this weekend, you know, the, the teams directly above them, Nottingham Panthers um, got three points from the weekend, Guildford got a win, um, Five Flyers got a win as well. So for the time being, Dundee and Manchester are still rooted in those bottom two places. But it is getting tighter. That's the important thing to, to note here. You know, Manchester have got 13 points, 
Dundee 15, just above them, Guildford in 16, Panthers and Flyers and Blaze all in 18 points, and that takes you all the way to just over halfway in the in the table. That's what I was saying earlier. It's all getting quite bunched up there. So but I think we can see more of that in the weeks to come. You know, if teams are picking up at least two points every weekend, then it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a quite a thing to, to watch as we as we see it all unfold. It really is. And uh, matches then this weekend. We mentioned uh, the Steelers against the Giants uh, midweek on Wednesday. The, the Glasgow clan hosting Nottingham on Friday night. That's a pretty epic game as well. An important game for the Nottingham Panthers to because um, they are looking over the shoulder a bit, aren't they? They are a bit, but they have been again. They've been winning games recently as well. As I just mentioned, three points from the weekend there on the back of that fantastic weekend in Denmark in the Continental Cup. So the Panthers are still rolling quite well um, at the moment. I think all the the negativity that was that was around earlier in the season seems to have stopped for now. Uh, you know they, they are making a bit of progress. They'll look for a big win in Glasgow on on Friday night. Panthers do Panthers uh, do like a, a wee trip to, to Glasgow. Um, I don't know about Friday night, right enough, but. You know, it's it's all it's all lifts and butts at the moment. We'll just have to wait and see. But that's going to be a good game, I think, on Friday. And there's going to be some epic games on Saturday night as well. Uh, Guildford hosting Coventry, uh, Manchester Storm hosting Dundee, Belfast will be travelling over to Fife. And game off Saturday night, I think I'm safe in saying this. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb, everyone. Sheffield against Cardiff. Bang! That's that's epic. That in South Yorkshire, isn't it? Um, and on Sunday we've got Nottingham against Sheffield. That's that's just a minor game. Uh, Dundee against D- Belfast. Five against Guildford. Coventry against the Storm. And what a weekend Cardiff have got. Cardiff finishing things off with the Glasgow clan. I'm going to have to speak to Andrew Lord this week, aren't I? Clearly, you are. And I think you know, just looking at Cardiff, they're in a, the middle of a run of fixtures that, that don't look too favourable for the moment, given how their the form's been. But as I said earlier, you know, their the fans are panicking, the fans are, are venting their spleens a little bit on social media. Listen, it's, you know, it's it's going to go like that. You're going to get a couple of games that are going to go your way in a couple of games or not. That's just the nature of the, um, the, the league this season. You speak to any of the 10 coaches, they'll all say exactly the same thing. They've never known it to be so competitive. And that's just the, where we are at the moment. It's going to happen throughout the season. Teams are going to cut each other's throats. I'm of the opinion, I think it's going to take one team to go in a real consistent run of form to go on and, and lift the title. Who that's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. My money's on any of them. Uh, well, that, the same can be uh, said of uh, the the National Ice Hockey League of course the National Division um, a big weekend just gone I mean we spoke about Telford Tigers last week um, uh, Swindon are now top of the division um, two wins for them uh, only one win for Telford over the weekend that was against the Raiders on Saturday night but Telford were beaten uh, by the Raiders on Sunday uh, in the return match for Swindon they beat Bracknell on Sunday they beat uh, Sheffield on Saturday by seven goals to three so, so a good weekend uh, for the Swindon Wild Cats, um, uh, but still all to play for up at the top. It certainly is, and you know, Swindon seem to well, Swindon and Telford seem to be the, the most consistent teams. Although we're just saying that Telford won one and lost one at the weekend right now. But again, it's going to come down to a team that's going to hit a real vein of form right now. Swindon suffered a setback last weekend by losing those two games, one of which was against Telford, which is why Telford went um, top briefly. But I can see Aaron Nell's men just you know they, they can turn that around again. You know, they went on that big run of form earlier on. Um, that gives some like eight or nine games they went on which got them up there in the first place so I see no reason why they, they can't do that in the games ahead just when you look ahead to the fixtures they've got some tough ones coming up certainly Basingstoke 
them are up this weekend. Then it's uh, Hull and then Peterborough Phantoms, and then Telford. And that's in the lead up to Christmas, and then a game against uh, Sheffield Steel Dogs. So they've, they've got some challenges ahead of them in the next few weeks. So I think this could the next few weeks could be a real marker of where Swindon Wildcats are in terms of this title. Yeah, and uh, because uh, Telford uh, dropped points, uh, could uh, Peterborough and Hull uh, capitalise? Uh, well, Peterborough picked up two wins, uh, which, which they needed to do. Uh, Hull Pirates also picked up two wins. You mentioned uh, Jason Hewitt's performance as well, not just a, a player coach, but also a goal scorer for Hull. Yeah, and uh, you know what a time, what a time for him to, to bring out six goals and an assist in, in quite a weekend for the Hull Pirates and two big wins as well. That, that keeps them in that that top half of the table, you know. And away when it leads, you know, lead, we all know about Leeds troubles this year, and uh, you know it's, it's been a problem for them. Um, this year and, and getting to grips with this league and things like that. Not helped with the, the equipment theft mm. last week, which was really, really unfortunate for them. Um, I've heard no updates on that, actually, as we speak. Um, however, you know, for Hull, two big wins, of course, keeps them in there. Hewitt having a great weekend. Showing them all how it's done, of course. He's a former Sheffield Steeler, so Steelers fans will know all about what he brings to the table. Um, two hat tricks as well. So, yeah, a good weekend for, for Jason. Showing, showing the youngins how it's done. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, that's uh, that's our wrap-up from, from last week's uh, action and uh, what's coming up uh, this week as well. Uh, but uh, BritishIceHockey.co.uk, Craig, uh, for the latest news and opinions and that kind of thing. Uh, what, what have you got coming up this before this weekend's out? Well, as I speak to you, I've just done a piece about Brendan Connolly, which I, I, I came up, uh, which came up earlier on. So I've, I've sort of briefly rewritten that. So I'll, I'll get that fired up on the website, which will be on by the time you hear this. Chasing up a couple of leads. I've not really had a chance to look at the, the games coming up this week. I'm looking at a couple of features as well, emails sent and things like that. You guys just think I sit and drink coffee all the time? You're kind of right in my day job, but when it comes to this, no, no, always in the case. Greg Anderson there from BritishIceHockey.co.uk speaking to us on Tuesday. And just to cover off that Wednesday night uh, match between the Sheffield Steelers and the Belfast Giants, what a performance from the Sheffield Steelers. A 5-0 win and a cracking performance uh, from the Steelers. And joining me now to discuss just how good it was, we should be joined by the head coach at the Sheffield Steelers. It's a welcome return to Aaron Fox. Uh, well, welcome uh, back to the show, Aaron. And uh, first things first, a big congratulations uh, for, for last night's victory. A superb display. Uh, how, how was the evening for you? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was one of those games that, you know, we hadn't played Belfast yet. And it was a tape mark game. They're one of the teams that we believe is is obviously going to be there down the stretch. And it was important for us to to have a signature win against the top team. I mean, Belfast had a good weekend. Uh, you had a, a particular good weekend, uh, so I suppose something had to give. Um, but the the form, you know, that you, your boys have heading into that game, it's it's a pretty good run you're on at the moment. Three straight wins now. Yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, we needed this is a tough stretch of our, our our schedule. Actually, we're playing a lot of games in a short amount of time and against some of the better teams. So it was it was important for us to, you know, that comeback win against Nottingham was huge. Being down four two and gutting it out down the stretch there and finding a way to come in with two points, then a nice road victory. We hadn't won on the road in a while and, you know, we needed to find a way to, to find two points there. And then obviously Wednesday, a top team comes in and, you know, we, you know, the, I don't think the score indicated how tight that game was. I thought we were pretty opportunistic with our chances and, and Belfast still had quite a few chances and dupes was the difference there. So, um, you know, we have a, we have a good group and we, we create a lot of offense and, 
it was nice to see us get a shout out for Dukes. I think I think we do have to talk about the offense because it, it really is something else at the moment. Um, I, I think it's been documented about how how many uh, top scorers you, you've got in in the squad at the moment, uh, top top goal scorers in the division, and um, certainly the entertainers. It's I think it's safe to say that. Yeah, I mean we we score a lot of goals and we create a ton of chances. I think sometimes it can be a it can be our own Achilles heel at times because we're always pushing the pace and and trying to play offense. That's at, at at times we need to rein it in and make sure we're, you know, defending first. A lot of our offense comes from quick transition and defense. So, um, you know, we've been fortunate and opportunistic lately. We've been pretty clinical in our scoring. So it's, it's, it's a nice run. We got to keep it up. Another big one on Saturday with Cardiff coming to town. Um, I thought we played two of our best games of the year against Cardiff and, and got zero points. So, you know, we're going to have to to find a way to fix that as well. I was going to ask you. I mean, we could talk about the goals and that, but but how important is that that clean sheet as well against Belfast? Because that that's quite a statement as well from from your defensive line. Yeah, I mean, I think we were good from the inside out. We we actually gave up quite a few shots and chances. Um, most of them were perimeter, and and Dubes, you know, Dubes was outstanding. He, like I said, I think he was the difference last night. He made some huge saves. Uh, we got a little bit of puck luck too, which is always nice. They hit a couple posts there, one on the penalty shot, and one when it was a one nothing game there um in the second so it was a good night for us obviously it's one night at a time in this league we we got to have a short memory here and close the door and, and get ready for the next one and uh, obviously you know you, you could have been training I think on, on a Wednesday night instead of having the game but you, you did have a midweek game and like you say you've got to, you've got to be hosting uh, Cardiff on on Saturday uh, is it is it beneficial to have so many competitive games one after another well again I, I was one of those types of guys who really like to play you know, so that the practice load this week has been a little bit lighter than normal. That's for sure. Um, I think it was key for us to to get that four nothing lead, so we didn't have to. You know, that Saturday took a lot out of us coming back and finishing that game. Um, you know, so it was really nice to be able to kind of close that out early last night and coast to the finish, if you will, and not have to mentally drain yourselves for that final twenty. So I think that should help us going into the weekend. I was going to say, at least the fixture gods have been kind to you. I mean, Cardiff at home, very straightforward game, I'd imagine. Then on Sunday, Nottingham away. Uh, but it could be thick and fast, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Sean, our director of hockey ops, he does an excellent job with the schedule. He's given us a beneficial schedule to start the year for sure. I, I feel like we left some points out there early, um, you know, so we got to be really uh, we got to be really on our game here this stretch because we get... We get Cardiff Saturday, Nottingham Sunday, and then we get two games in Belfast the following weekend. Yes. So this is a this is a tough, you know, with Nottingham and Belfast the week before. So it's a tough seven eight game stretch for us, you know, playing some good teams, top teams, and huge derby games there. So, but we're off to the right start, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. T- top of the division, uh, we we should say as well, we're a three point lead. Uh, but you know, you've got the likes of uh, Belfast with and Glasgow and Cardiff with games in hand. So it's right. it's a very very important stretch, isn't it? Um, at what point do you start looking forward to Christmas? Well, there's not much of a Christmas break here, <laughs> <No>. so it's <laughs> it all. But there's no holidays here from. Uh from august to april it's just straight hockey um so it's i'm i'm excited i got two kids and they love the christmas the christmas time and i'm happy that we'll have the 24th and 25th to be able to to spend some time with them um but obviously you'll be pre-scouting for that game on the 26th and 28th so it's it's a it's a grind this time of the year but like i said i we like we like the games. I prefer playing games and having those long practice weeks. Sometimes that gets a little monotonous and old, and trying to find new things to 
to keep it interesting. And when you're playing games, it's, you know, it's game, it's review, it's pre-scout and, and keep it rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, like, like we said, Aaron, you're, you're at the uh, right end of the table, that's for sure. Um, and uh, I mean, it's a question, a final question to you. I mean, it's been it's been a, a great first half to the season and uh, obviously we've got a, a month left before the new year turn. Um, but uh, all going to plan, do you feel? Yeah, we've. you know what? It's It's been a kind of a different year for us because we've had so many injuries and suspensions. We haven't we haven't played with a full lineup more than one game this year with the 14 imports the way that we, you know what I mean, had planned it out. So it's it's been we've been piecing stuff together. Um, you know, we had Valley Valorant out these last two games as well, and we put up some pretty big numbers without him. You know, so hopefully he'll be ready to go this weekend. He'll be another nice addition. And um, man, I just want to get healthy and and be able to run a clean slate here for a little while so that we can, you know, continue to roll here. Sheffield Steelers head coach Aaron Fox uh, speaking to us here on the British Ice Hockey Podcast and we'll be returning to the Elite Ice Hockey League shortly. But before that, just to a little interlude and to head one step below to the National Ice Hockey League National Division. And as we were discussing earlier with Craig, it's been a phenomenal weekend, both on and off the ice, uh, for Jason Hewitt's head coach at the Hull Pirates. Not only two wins from two over the weekend's uh, victories at the Leeds Chiefs and at home to the Basingstoke Bison, but he also scored three goals in both those matches as well. So it's been quite a weekend for Jason, and uh, Jason joins us on the other end of the phone now. Uh, well, Jason, a big thank you for joining us, and uh, well, as I was just saying there, it's been a, a phenomenal weekend uh, for yourself, both on and off the ice. A lot of goal scoring from you personally, and two victories as well. Quite a weekend. Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously, the ultimate goal is to get the four points, and, and we managed to do that, so happy days, really. And yeah, myself, and. Um, contributing to the team and that's what's important so good times I was going to say I mean how difficult is that though where you you know you scored three goals in both matches I mean do you go to the rest of the team that that's how you do it or, do you, or how, how do you act in the dressing room after after such a performance no no I, obviously I'm, I'm the coach of the team and stuff but I'm also uh, I'm relied upon to score which is which is fine and it's and it's expected but no yeah there's no we're sure a couple of guys still at the moment so um, we've had, we've had a lot of people chipping and doing what they can to make so um, just doing my part really. Yeah, and it was an important weekend of results as well because uh, obviously it's two wins from two over over the weekend, so you clawed some points back uh, from the teams above you. Um, how do you see the season developing now? Because you have got games in hand over the three teams above you. Yeah, we just got to keep climbing. As, as I said, we've been we've been a bit short, so we're just trying to kind of keep clawing away as and when we can um, obviously last weekend we played a, a team who before the weekend were just above us in the standings basically so and, and managed to jump them and, and as you say we've got a couple of games in hand on I think it's Peterborough just ahead of us so we'll be looking to do the same and try and hop them um, just trying to stay in the race right now really and, and make sure uh, we're staying in sight of Telford and Swindon because um, there is a danger of them, them running away. And how, how important is that, that level of determination as well, you know, when you, you, you're taking on the likes of Basisoku, who, you know, were, I think, just above you in the league table at the time, um, and, and, you know, get, getting that win and then looking upwards towards those three teams. That must be uh, driving the boys on. Yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a proud group and having tasted a little bit of victory last year, obviously that's the, the message is let's, let's be in the race at the end because we know it kind of exciting it is it's obviously a little bit tougher this year because every night people are taking points off each other 
But um, all you can do is, is, is hope someone else loses and, and take care of your own business, really. And uh, some big games uh, th- this weekend, obviously. I mean, shall we, shall we start with Sunday's match uh, against the, the Telford Tigers? Uh, tickets available and selling fast. Um, I mean, this, this, this game's a biggie, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive, as I say. These games are ones where we can't sort of control our destiny. We've got, I think we'll play Telford five more times in the league. So that is, you know, it's a big swing when you're looking at, you know, if we win and that's, that's points they don't get and we're gaining too. So it's, it's a big swing. Um, obviously, the Swindon one, where the, where they sit, we we play them, I think, twice more. So we can't really control them. So Telford's a, a big one for us. Yeah, that game on Sunday. But before that, you got that away trip to, to MK Lightning. And to look a bit too far into the distance, probably, for, 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 for your liking, Saturday, next Saturday as yeah. well, Swindon away. So the games are coming thick and fast now, and, and they are thick, that's for sure. Yeah, I know it's... It's a well-balanced league, so it's not it's not like it's been the last couple of years. You've got you've really got no games off. I mean, you can look at the, the table all, all you want, but you know Leeds, MK, and and Bracknell, all teams that are, that are still winning games against anybody on their nights. So there really is no nights off. But yeah, those teams that, that you highlight, Telford and and Swindon, naturally are going to be big games because they're ahead of us. And uh, what's your message to, to the home faithful then? Because obviously that game on, on Sunday against Telford, you're going to want a big crowd there. Yeah, I mean, our fans are, are amazing. Probably we've got one of the best followings at this level and, and it's been great for the last few years. So more of the same for us. They, they, they enjoy our hockey and, and they bring the noise in that building. So now I have no doubt they'll do that, but we've just got to do ours. Jason Hewitt there, player head coach at the Hull Pirates and will, of course, be returning to the National Division of the National Ice Hockey League on next week's show. But it's now time to look ahead to this weekend's action in the Elite Ice Hockey League. And on Friday night, uh, as we go to where that's this evening, uh, the Glasgow clan will be hosting the Nottingham Panthers. Uh, But just one more team who we'd like to focus on heading into this weekend's big matches in the Elite Ice Hockey League. The Cardiff Devils uh, will be travelling to the Sheffield Steelers on Saturday and they follow that up on Sunday by hosting the Glasgow clan. So a very important weekend coming up for the Welsh club. And on Friday afternoon, I caught up with their head coach. Here's Andrew Lord. Uh, well, Andrew, a big thank you for joining us. Uh, big, big weekend uh, to come. Before we get to those matches, uh, just to catch up really, uh, Cardiff Devils currently sitting fourth. Rough weekend last weekend, but a good weekend before that. So so where, where are you up to as we head towards Christmas? Yeah, I wish uh, I wish we had our talk uh, a week ago, not not this week. It would have been a little more pleasant. But uh, obviously, two weekends ago, uh, Manchester Fife was uh, really good performances, a good 120 minutes, uh, the way we want to play. And then this last weekend was uh, was pretty poor overall, to be honest. Uh, without uh, you know getting into too much and, and without getting too negative on here, uh, I like to keep things internal with the guys. But yeah, we weren't at our best. Um, I thought our puck management was really poor. I thought our special teams took a hit. Um, and I thought, uh, you know, I thought we needed to win more battles. Absolutely. So those are maybe three points there that summarize things um, in an easy way uh, about this last weekend. I mean, not to make excuses up for anything like that, but but how is there, is there a difference between playing a side so, you know, back-to-back the way you did last weekend against the Belfast Giants? Because Belfast have been on it, that, that's... That's for sure, and and to play each other back to back like that, is that does that offer any any difficulties and challenges as a head coach? 
Well, I think it's really exciting. I think it's an exciting weekend. I think it's um, great hockey. We've done it, um, you know, a number of years in a row here now. I think uh, I thought Belfast was extremely hungry. I thought they played extremely fast and simple and hard. And, um, you know, we uh, we went the wrong way in, the, in those categories from the weekend before. And, and, you know, when we go the wrong way and they go the right way from, you know, I think they had had a couple, you know, tougher weekends themselves before us. Uh, it adds up to a spread, and then that was the, the difference, you know, in, in some, in, in summary. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, playing a team twice in a weekend can can often be a good thing, really, um, to get another crack at them. But uh, unfortunately, it was, uh, you know, just was a, a disappointing weekend all around and, and we're doing everything we can here um, this week to, to rectify that and to turn things around here. And obviously as we, as we head towards uh, the, the Christmas period, uh, like we touched upon, the, you know, you are sitting fourth. You've got a fair few games in hand, especially on the league leaders, uh, the Sheffield Steelers at the moment. There, There is a, a bit of a gap opening up between yourselves and, and Nottingham. So um, where do you see Cardiff overall, uh, ignoring that Belfast doubleheader last weekend? Um, I think, you know, obviously our Champions League was fantastic. Um, unfortunately, no one really thinks of that or, or cares about that about that at this point, which is, I guess, fair. Um, I think, um, you know, earlier in the year, I thought we had some good good stretches. I think even, you know, that, that Fife Manchester was a great, you know, great 120 minutes all around. And we kind of all felt like we were going in the right direction. I think everyone was really excited about it. And then... Um, this last weekend was, uh, you know, a bit of a flop in a way. Uh, but we've been in a lot worse situations um, over the years, uh, you know, especially early in seasons. You know, I, I don't think we're in a place right now where we're, we're out of it by any means. There's there's a ton of games to go. Um, we just need to, to get back to who we are. We need to play our style of hockey, and, and we need to – we don't need to play it for 20 minutes. We need to play it for 60 uh, game in and game out. And, and that's what we're, we're working and we're, we're focusing on. Now, uh, it's an old cliche, you know, there are no easy games in this division and, and that kind of thing. But this weekend is particularly difficult, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest. An away trip to Sheffield, uh, firstly on Saturday, then at home to Glasgow on Sunday. Um, I mean, these are, are two really, really important games, even at this, this stage of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think we can just kind of get away from that, to be honest. I think, you know, I, I remember looking at the schedule three or four years ago and it was, it was a lot different. And then the last maybe two seasons and especially this season, it's every game's hard. It's, um, it's awesome. I think it's great. Every team, you know, you look at them and they're, they're deep, they have quality, they have good goaltending, good coaching. Um, I think it's outstanding for the league. Um, as far as this weekend, yeah, I mean, it's another two really tough games. Sheffield's always a big rivalry and always tough in their building. And uh, they're obviously on a bit of a roll right now with a lot of firepower. You know, Glasgow's, uh, you know, playing to their identity and, and their goalie's great. And they got some offensive power and they got, you know, D to compete. And, uh, you know, it is two tough games right now. We're, we're worried about uh, Saturday, obviously. We're, we're focused on that. And a lot of it, I think, is more we need to focus on ourselves really. And, and each guy needs to you know, look inside myself included and, and be the best, uh, you know, be the best individual we can each be. And, and when we do that collectively, it, it's, 
it's typically a really good thing for our for our team and, and for our organization yeah absolutely and uh, i should say on sunday uh, make sure this isn't a message for you Andrew. you can you can if you want but make sure you bring a teddy bear with you if you if you're heading uh, to to the match <laughs> on sunday uh, to the game on sunday there's uh, it's all, all the teddy bears go to local charities which is 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 cracking stuff but you know when it when it comes to that game at home on on sunday you could be at a stage where you you you've clawed four points back on the teams above you which would be sensational yeah i mean it's it, it, could, it, it, it swings. I mean, the weekend before it was all great. I mean, it was it was crazy. How um, you know, literally eight days ago, we're sitting there on the Friday going into the Belfast week and saying, "Wow, we, this could be uh, this could be great." We just had our two wins. We're, we're feeling good, and clearly, we're. I don't I don't want to say we're feeling too good, but uh, clearly, we did not go in right with the right mindset, and we didn't execute, which was which was the biggest thing um, in a, in a lot of areas. And, it led to led to two losses, unfortunately, and and you know the great thing about this game is there's a lot of games, and we get another chance this weekend, and uh, you know our fan base is uh, also kind of learning about the the parity in the league this year. I think it's it's frustrating for everybody. I think everyone wishes we just won every game five nothing, but uh, it's a little harder now. And uh, again, we're doing everything we can to to get back to a really good on ice product, and I'm confident we're going to have a good weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I found I found a question there, Andrew. Um, it was uh, um, something that I noticed um, as um, something as a follow up from the 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 CHL games. Um, there's been a specific uh, area of the arena put in for you know uh, people who wish to stand, wave flags, make some noise. Um, it's it's a, a cracking initiative from the club. Uh, th- those supporters and and the the arena more generally, they're going to be very much needed on Sunday. Yeah, I think um, I think the standing room is incredible. I think it's. Uh... You know, it's a number of guys in our room that have always, you know, talked or thought about, you know, playing in different leagues in Europe and then uh, some have played in those top leagues. And then, you know, we've all been to the Champions League and seen, you know, what uh, the atmosphere is like in those buildings. And I thought it was really cool. You know, our, our organization isn't afraid to, to take a shot at things. And, you know, we've kind of done that year on year in, in different ways to improve and I think it really paid off. I think it's it's changed the atmosphere dramatically. I think, you know, it's fired up some other people in other sections that maybe aren't particularly in love with the standing section, but it's got them loud as well. And uh, now it's really the whole building kind of going. I think the first goal is huge in our building. I think uh, it gets pretty quiet when the other team scores first, unfortunately. But uh, Sunday we're going to look for that first one, and, and hopefully the building just keeps popping off. Uh, like it does to start the game. Andrew Lord there, head coach at the Cardiff Devils, and a big thank you to Andrew and all our guests this week for joining me. Remember, you can keep up to date with all the latest goings-on from the world of British ice hockey by visiting the website britishicehockey.co.uk. But that's it for this week's British Ice Hockey Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. But I've been Ben, and wherever you're going this weekend to cheer on your British ice hockey side, make sure that you have fun. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.